name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. So for those who it's their first time here, it is my first time here, myself. I've never attended the harvest before. I usually serve in the Sunday school program. So uh, bear with me as I figure out what this, how this meeting is like and, and, um, and see what today. Uh, Father Matthias is normally the person who leads this discussion. But um, he had to leave today, so he asked me to um, <coughs> to talk with you guys. The topic today is going to be about calmness. Um, and for any of you that know me, uh, that's not normally what people think of when they think of me as calmness. I'm not a very calm person. Um, <coughs> and so it's going to be uh, difficult for me maybe to talk about this topic, but I think it was really good, and thank God that he chose this topic for me to speak about today so that I can learn from it as I share with you guys. My intent is not to be talking the whole time. My intent is for us to have a discussion. So I will be pausing at different places and just get your thoughts and then we can we can speak uh, together about it. Um, <clears throat> the, 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 all the, my prep for this talk is coming from uh, a book by His Holiness Genuda called Calmness. And it's just a combination of a few lectures that he gave um previously and so that book is only four chapters it's very 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 nice so i highly recommend if you walk away after our discussion today and you feel like it was a complete waste of your time of me go and read that book it will help you and it's very short and it will be much more effective than um than me talking about it um but may the holy spirit talk through my words and may he work in all of us as we talk about this topic of calmness so um, I'm gonna start by just uh, I'm gonna start by just asking you when I say the word calmness, what comes to mind? Stress. Okay, say a little bit more, Mark. Okay. Peace. Okay. So so in terms of stress, how many would you say? of us are normally in a state of stress in the United States. Very high, yes. It's a very high percentage. Um, the world here is just nonstop and it's always ever going. And so a lot of us are under a lot of stress very regularly. Um, you said peace, Bob. Can you add anything to that? Yeah. Absolutely. I like it. Okay, what else? Um, for those who just came in, we're talking about calmness. So I was asking what comes to mind when I say the word calmness? Peace. Okay. Like Bob said, peace. Silence. Ben, tell us more. Absolutely. Could you guys hear Ben? He was okay. He was talking about uh, silence. That's that's what comes to his mind when he thinks of calmness. Um, <clears throat> okay. So so Pope Shenouda starts the book by by saying this quote. He says um, 
he imagines <clears throat> the angels are up in heaven and they're looking at earth and this is what they're saying they're saying what is all this uproar on this planet when will they calm down it is certain that they will not calm down unless they reach us because calmness is the way of life in heaven and so he puts this imagery of of the angels in heaven looking on earth and they're like wow like look at all this chaos and all this opposite of calmness that's happening on earth and and they're saying that really the only way that all these people on earth will end up actually having calmness is for them to start uniting with with God for them and then ultimately the perfect calmness will only be reached up in heaven when um when we reach heaven so uh, and, and feel free to stop me anytime if you have any comments or questions. So some history of calmness or background. Of course, when God created the universe, as we see it in Genesis 1 uh, and 2, we see that the, the everything he made was in perfect calmness, was in perfect state, right? He created, um, he was there and he said, let there be light. And there was what? And there was light. He said, uh, and, and God saw the light and he saw that it was? good um and then he said let the earth bring forth grass and the herb that yields seed and the fruit trees that yield fruit according to its kind and it was so and god saw it and it was good and so you imagine like this scene where god is creating the universe and everything is in perfect harmony is in perfect calmness is in perfect peace is obeying god and is able to um to glorify him just by being in that calmness and God saw each of it and it was very what to him it was very pleasing to him it was very good in his eyes um and then when did the world start losing peace or start losing calmness the serpent and the fall but even before that the angel who's the devil his name Lucifer right we read in Isaiah 14, what happened? He wanted to be what? He wanted to be like who? He wanted to be like God. And he looked at God and he said, I will be higher than him. I will be better than him. I will be more beautiful than he is. And that was, of course, the entrance of pride, which led to the fall of, of Lucifer. Um, and he became from this beautiful head angel to the devil right and then we see also was he satisfied with that or what who did he take with him he took with him so many angels that fell with him and that's something else that we see about calmness usually when someone is struggling with a lack of peace with lack of calmness um it never is just about me and it never just impacts me it always will end up bringing others around me down um and that's what we saw with um with that and then of course like ben said the serpent and the fall of man and then um as soon as man lost his calmness lost his peace what what ended up happening to him he felt what he felt ashamed he felt naked and he had to start hiding and he had to start covering himself and so this is a quick kind of um 
focus on, on Genesis 1 because every topic that we talk about, we have to go back to Genesis 1. And so you go back to Genesis 1, you see God in his intention of creating the world. He intended to create it perfectly calm, perfectly peaceful, perfectly beautiful. And we see how um, it fell. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit and start talking about calmness in and of itself. We'll talk about calmness for a bit and then we'll conclude with how can I get calmness in my own life. And so calmness, if I think of my whole being as, as a human, what aspects of my life do you think calmness needs to come in? What, fact, like what, what parts of my life do I need calmness? Any, any thoughts that come to mind? Your mind, can you tell me more? Yeah. It's not all that great. Then, you know, your mind will go into a spiral, which will have you start meditating on the bad things, and, and then you'll disturb you. can't sleep, all the sort of things. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so a very good aspect of calmness is, is or, or part of calmness is calmness of the mind. Uh, because usually when we say calmness, maybe we'll think of like soft voice or like silence or not talking. And those are definitely aspects of it. But the mind is really... Um, like she said, it's, it's the gate that, that where all the thoughts and where all the, the, the suffering and it can lead to lack of sleep and it can lead to um, a lot of things that then go into other aspects of our lives, which we'll get to in a second. Okay, so calmness of the mind. What else? When we think of calmness. Any other aspects of calmness aside from mind? Well, if I say calmness of the body, what comes to mind? What does calmness of the what could calmness of the body mean? Rest, very good. So so resting. So when we go to sleep, there is calmness there, except if the mind is very disturbed and is not calm at all. Then even in your sleep, you are suffering with with nightmares or with thoughts and things like that. So. Um, Yes, with, with sleep, calmness of movement. You see, a lot of times people are always, like people, when, when I say New York City, what does, what's the scene that comes to everyone's mind? Rushing. Everyone in the streets, the streets are full of people, and everyone is at the crosswalk and waiting to rush as soon as it turns green, um, if they even wait. And, and, that's, and that's lack of, of, of calmness, of stillness. If I say the word monastery, what, what, how do you, how do you, what do you imagine there? Calmness. How do the, do you see the monks? I don't know how many of you guys here have been to the monastery we have in Corpus Christi, um, but the monks walk slowly. The monks are, are 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 in calmness and are thinking. And I'm not saying that there's, we should never be running or working out or <laughs> or something like that. But I'm talking about just calmness and stillness um so that's in movement but what about calmness in the senses can anyone elaborate on that what comes to mind when i say calmness of the senses i think sometimes we don't take the time to really just breathe yeah and some people probably meditate but I think the breathing really helps like to take time to breathe. I do it to help with like my blood pressure and everything yeah. as a s secondary thing. But I think that breathing helps you with calmness. Absolutely. 
what else in terms of senses? Hearing. What 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 doing that's not calm in hearing? Listening to the music or like be driving and have your like radio like where people in the next city can hear you and and so so that's lack of of stillness or calmness in the ears what about eyes the eyes is actually another gateway that can send you into uh different type of feelings yeah depending on what you're what you're watching if you're watching violent things long enough you react that way and then again you won't be able to function normally. So uh, you absolutely. Have to what you watch. Thank you. And and I think that's that's one thing that comes to mind easily when we say eyes. But what about just when we grab our phone and we just get on Facebook or even LinkedIn and we just start scrolling and 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 scrolling, and scrolling for a very long time? That doesn't lead to calmness, right? That doesn't lead to stillness. Again, I'm not saying anything in in moderation is bad but i'm just talking about how much we're bombarded all the time even now on facebook <clears throat> as of a few years ago even just as you're scrolling the videos just start playing right away right like you don't even have to press play just as you scroll even a video while you're scrolling will will start playing and so um <clears throat> so that's an example of of the senses marina are you going to say something Oh, sorry. I saw, I saw you pick up the mic. Um, and then calmness of speech. What comes to mind when I say calmness of speech? <coughs> so, thinking before you speak. Yeah. Can you elaborate a little bit on that, Sylvia? No? Okay, so what happens if your mind is angry and um, let's say you just got into an argument with a coworker or with a spouse or with your child. Um, if you don't do what Sylvia just said, right away you're going to start doing what to the person in front of you? You're going to start wronging them and you're going to start hurting them because you didn't just take two minutes to just think before you talk. And so calmness is also calmness of of the mouth, uh, of speech. And then the last thing that His Holiness talks about is calmness of behavior. And he says, um, serenity in practical matters of life, in private behavior, and a calm approach to solving any problems which the individual might meet. Um, I know, for example, me, I told you guys in the beginning, I'm the opposite of, of, of calm, and I have so much work to do there. But um, when I face a problem, me personally, the first thing I do is start thinking of everything I could just go jump and go do right away to solve the problem. And His Holiness in the exercises that we'll go over at the end, he said that's exactly the opposite of what you want to do. You want to take time to just think. And if something is telling you to go do it right away, probably take time to, to just stop and don't do that and think about it first before you go do something before you go try to solve a problem. For example, in Sunday school where, where I serve, um, <clears throat> I'll give you just a very simple example, but uh, all the servants are supposed to like submit their lessons by Wednesday night for review, um, so they come prepared when they give a lesson on Sunday. Um, 
at thurs on Thursday morning, I open my phone and I have a report that shows all the servants that, that submitted their lessons. A lot of times if I look and, and one of them is, is not submitted right away, I will like text the coordinator and say, why was this not submitted? It's late and, 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 and try to solve the problem. But what does that maybe possibly could lead to? Stress out the coordinator, anxiety from the coordinator or from the servant, be negative feelings towards me, a lot of different things. Does that mean I should not go address the problem that's there? No, but maybe even just the way I address it can be very different. Maybe if I don't text Thursday exactly at midnight right after the deadline, maybe if I wait a few hours, maybe if I just call and say, hey, are you doing okay? How are you doing? Just check. Maybe that person is having a bad day. Maybe they are, they're struggling with something. Maybe they have a family member that's sick. And so calmness of behavior, just how do you deal with challenges that come your way? How do you, you deal with, with situations uh, that may require solving, but maybe you're not um, doing that? Um, anyone wants to say anything else in terms of different aspects of calmness that maybe we haven't addressed yet? Just want to take a minute to see if anyone has any other thoughts that come to their mind. Marina. I think it's important that we realize every time we're looking at calmness that there's mindfulness and there's purposefulness behind what we're doing. So the actions just don't happen. You have to be intentional about being calm in responses and senses and actions. And so it, it takes a lot of practice yeah. and needs a lot of grace as you're trying to get to that point of like actually being calm and being still and trusting God. Yeah, absolutely. I think as, as we talk about this topic, especially myself, um, it's very easy to, to lose hope and to fall into despair and to say this is like unattainable and very far. Um, but it's all about practice. It's all about intentionality. It's all about trust in God. Um, and and, it, and like, like the very first quote that the Pope started with, he said, the angel said, they will not reach the perfect calmness until they come to us. So it's always good to think of it as a, as a journey where I'm getting a little and little closer every day, hopefully, um, until that perfect calmness at the end. Um, some people, so some of us may be thinking like Marina just shared or like I just shared that this is so far and unattainable and stuff. But some others in the room may be thinking like, what is this topic? Like, it's fine. I, I don't have this calmness issue. I'm an okay person. I don't have any issues there. So I want to ask some questions that each of us just self-reflect on that will really show you if you have an, a, a struggle with calmness or not. When a person clashes with another over a matter of opinion or behavior, so if someone, if you give an opinion and someone says exactly the opposite of, our, of your opinion, how do you handle that situation? That's one. Another one is if you are talking to someone and that other person insults you, like actually insults you, like says, you are stupid or you are uh, a person who uh, who can't think or you are a person who's insensitive or insults you in, in, in some way, right? Um, how, does, how, do you, how do you respond to that? Um, when you fall into a stressful situation, let's say at work, uh, you own your own business, and um, let's say someone who works for you is, is really dropping the ball and it's really causing um, a problem in your production at work. How do you deal with that? 
How do you deal with when someone in your family gets sick? Like if your daughter gets sick, are you freaking out? Are you are you are you losing all your peace? Or are you able to deal with it steadily? Um, when you lose your calmness, how long does it last for? Or when you or the opposite of it, when you have calmness, when you're steady, how long does that last for? Are you is you, is your norm to be? calm or is your normal the opposite and it stays that way um <coughs> so these are just all some some things to think about um in second corinthians chapter 6 verse 4 and 5 it says in tribulations in needs in distresses in stripes and imprisonments and it says in all of these with much patience with much patience um this is what what calmness is about um Calmness is not external but internal, like you said. It's in it's in your brain, but it's not just in your brain, it's also in your heart. How are your feelings towards people around you? When you walk into church and look at people around you, do you have so many angry feelings around the majority of the people that you're looking at? Or do you have feelings of love and peace and calmness towards people around you? Um and um, in Second Corinthians, again, chapter 4, it says, Therefore we do not lose heart, even though our, out our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Um, and then in the, in the very next verse, it says, For our light affliction, which is but for a moment. Our light affliction, which is just for a moment. What does that, why is that important when we're talking about calmness? Our light affliction, if it's just for a moment. Why is that important? Light, light, our light affliction. It will pass. And this is such a key point that a lot of us really struggle with, especially in the middle of a problem. You feel like this is going to last for eternity. You feel like I will never be able to solve this. You feel so trapped at the time. And... Um, and this is why that verse is there. It's saying it's just a moment. Like sooner or later, it will get taken care of. God will handle it at the right time. And that by itself is a key thing um, to help with calmness. Um, I want to talk about a few quick virtues that come with calmness uh, right away. So we talked about one of them is, is peace. Um, what are other virtues that you think come with calmness? Kindness, of course. Kindness, what else? Patience. So with calmness comes patience. What else? Wisdom. Why wisdom? Why why wisdom? Yes. Yes. Um, and along with wisdom comes depth. Um, I don't know how many of you guys um, <coughs> are familiar with like church father writings and um, and a lot of the, the writings in the church, they come from who? Who are the authors of a lot of the writings of, of the church, of the, of the church fathers? 
there a lot of them are monks and what are monks spending the majority of their time doing praying and in solitude like the song that we were just singing and so a lot of times um the the deepest of of revelations and and enlightenment and wisdom really comes from that solitude from calmness if i am continuously like my day from when I wake up till I go to sleep is nonstop and there's no time for just quiet time where I'm talking with God and I'm listening to him. Um, how are we ever going to be able to to get deeper with God? How are we going to have um, time to, to, to take from him? So depth, peace, kindness, love, humility, right? Um, humility and calmness go right hand in hand. Like I said, the example, if someone... Um, insults you if you are if you don't have humility then you're not going to be able to have calmness right because right away you're going to throw right back at them probably even a worse insult and then it will go back back and forth um and so these are all the virtues that come with calmness to show to show the benefits of it and the importance of it so i want to finish off we have five minutes left i want to finish off with some exercises that um that are very simple very simple pope shinoda if you guys know him he, he used to say a lot of very very simple things uh but they had like utmost effects in in people's spiritual lives uh but he also could get very 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 deep um but he he, he said some 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 very simple exercises that i want to share with you guys he said um first whenever you're going in and outside of a room and you're going to laugh at some of these things. They sound so funny, but but he, he, he said these are actual beneficial exercises. He said, open and close the door calmly. Like, don't just, like, walk into the door and just slam it open. Or when you close, just, like, slam it close. Just try to open and close the door calmly. When you're walking, as much as possible, like, of course, if you see your kid, like, jumping in the pool, like, walk faster. But normally, he said... Try to just walk slowly. Um, try to walk slowly as much as you can, uh, where reasonable. Um, just again to train your body on on uh, on how to walk. And something uh, I I was preparing this, and then this morning I was driving to church, and there was a two lane road, um, and and the, there was a car in front of me, and it stopped at a red light. And of course, what am I about to do? switch and go into that one wide open lane and then i thought of this and i was like you know what let me just like just just stay behind it like i don't have to get right next to it and then go as soon as it turns green i can go behind that car and it was so weird for me to think about but it's exactly to marina's point about like its intentionality it's being it's training yourself to be calm in the small things that will lead to you being able to be calm in the bigger things he said, try to be calm in how you talk. Um, as, as, as you're talking to people, try to just talk in a, in, in a calmer way. Some people, you know, when they talk, they talk like 500 words per minute. And, um, and I know I definitely struggle with that. He said, just for practice sake, it doesn't have to be always, but just for practice sake, try to sometimes just talk a little bit slowly. He said, when you type... Um, a text or an email, uh, in the book he didn't say text or email, he said a letter, 
but I know that's not very relevant to us, so I changed it to text and email. But if you type a text and email that has a lot of angry words in it or attacking someone because you're upset with them, he said, before you press send, wait on it just for five minutes or if possible, sleep on it and, and, and send it the next day. Um, I know I've experienced this so many times where I sent messages even to my boss at work and I'm like, man, I really should not have sent that. And if I just waited for like two hours, it would I would not have sent that. But it's just when you're in the moment, it's just it's just what comes out. And he said, um, practice that. Um, another thing he said, which I, I, I mentioned earlier, um, any idea that comes to mind that is like a sudden action, like go do this right now, don't do it. Try to resist it. Anything that comes to mind that's like right now, go do this, try to, um, to wait. Like for example, if right now you feel like, I have to go eat this chocolate that's in the in the fridge. Something very small, very simple. Um, try resist from 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 doing that. If you are um, about to like, it comes to your mind. I really want to book this trip, and I'm going to book this trip right now, and I'm going to travel in in a month. Just wait a little bit. It's it's again the small things. Um, try that. He mentioned. I don't remember who said it earlier, but sleep. Mark, you mentioned sleep earlier. He said, give your body rest, which is really funny for me that Pope Shenouda is talking about body rest because he never used to sleep like four hours a night. But um, but he was saying for us average people, um, give, give your body some rest because if you're not uh, getting sleep, then you, a lot of these things that we're talking about are going to be very difficult. He said, and we're all about to start fasting, the fasting of nativity of Christmas is coming up here in a week. He said, um, or on Friday, he said, take advantage of fasting period to really quiet the environment around you. So if you're used to, for example, when going back home from work to turning on the TV um, while eating dinner and then just watching a movie, maybe take time to just say, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to turn on the TV tonight. Just during fasting periods, try to practice quieting all the environment. If, if, if it's possible at all, if you can turn off your Facebook, for example, or your social media during fasting periods. He said, take whatever ways in your environment that you're able to take to turn it off during fasting periods, um, try to do that and see how much it impacts you. Another thing is stimulants. Um, anything that, that stimulates you, um, he said, try to avoid it as much as possible. Another really good point he mentioned was expectations of others around you. Um, I think a lot of us, especially those who are married, know that a lot of conflict arises from expectations are here, reality is here, all that in the middle ends up being disappointment, which leads to conflict and and a lot of issues right and so he said lower your expectations for everyone around you that doesn't mean that think that everyone around you is, is a bad person but but don't expect everyone around you to be thinking exactly where you're thinking or to be at the level that you're at in in something maybe they're better than you in something else so he said just try that simple practice of lowering your expectations from everyone around you um he said do not escape or leave people hoping that that will lead to calmness. Sometimes when we say of calmness, people take it as 
that means I just go and lock myself in a room. And that's not necessarily going to lead to calmness. A lot of uh, the fathers talk about how when they were in the cave all by themselves in the desert, they still were struggling so much with with calmness um, for other reasons. Other uh, So, so don't, don't blame it on the people around you or think that they're the reason. Um, avoid rudeness or getting someone back. And then finally, knowing that it will end, knowing that everything that you are going through is going to end at one point. And so um, that usually gives a lot of calmness and patience to people. Um, so those are just some quick exercises that he mentioned. Um, I want to read one last thing that he said. He said, this noisy, clamorous period in which mankind lives on the earth cannot be compared in any way with the peace which has existed since eternity and which will last forever. It is but a troubled drop in the ocean of the endless peace. So thinking of how everything we're in and all the chaos around us, especially if you have two, three, five kids, um, you can imagine the chaos that we may feel around us. Um, he said, know that all of that is just but a drop in all the eternal peace that started a long time ago and that will end then. So know that you are just in that middle drop. Try to do your best to keep the calmness in that drop of time that you're in um, and think of how it's all going to be um, peaceful again at one point. Any comments or questions or thoughts about the topic of calmness? Or anyone who actually um, is calm, not like me, has has any any tips for the group? Any other thoughts? Ben, I think you mentioned earlier something about relationships and uh, we didn't get to talk about it. Yeah, good, Bob. Sorry, say what's around? I think what you have in your youth is an element of calmness, which is maybe like a lack of responsibility or other things that caused that compared to adulthood. Mm. World difference. Yeah. I think it's about responsibility, which could lead to stress. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so what? Um, what else? Anyone in the in the backside? Any thoughts about calmness? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, definitely the. If if we talk about all the little exercises like how slowly to open the door and close and things like that, definitely the other obvious things that really will help with this is that is a regular prayer life. If if you don't have regular prayer life where you're talking and being in the presence of God and taking from His characteristics, then you will not be able to 
to have calmness in your life and asking him for grace like marina said it's 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 the grace of god that has to um allow us to be calm in the middle of a very very chaotic world that we live in um but as 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 we have faith in him and are in his presence then we trust that everything works out for good that all things are there for a reason the good and the bad and the challenges if we don't get challenges in our lives we'll never improve and so so knowing that everything is for a reason um and having that true faith is 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 something we may all know in our heads but maybe don't really really believe or maybe we believe at a time but not very much at another time when we're really struggling and so growing continuously in that um will help with this okay um yeah Okay, any other thoughts? Okay, just as we conclude, I, I, I just hope that um, the main kind of, of takeaway here is that is that this is a, something that maybe a lot of us don't think about regularly. It's just the idea of calmness and the virtue of calmness and the importance of it. I think um, if we all can walk away with saying this is something that I lack, because you have to acknowledge that you lack it for any improvement to happen. So acknowledge that you lack it, even if if um, if you have it at this level, you could go here and, and more and more and more. And so um, so just recognize that there is a gap in your calmness, and ask God in prayer that that He may help you be calm and start with the very very small simple opening door steps, um, and take it in prayer and take it in in small practices, and then God willing, it will will manifest in, in everything around you and you will see that um and i see this a lot with with people around where even when someone like makes fun of them they like will respond with like a joke back like um and it's just this this simple spirit um that is kind of what what by by a lot of practice we could we could get to a lot of people may think that calmness is something you're either born with or you or not and that's it um uh, and the book, actually, if you read it, talks a lot about that's not the case. There are some people who may have it easier, um, but they still will have buttons, and those buttons, once they're pressed, they will completely lose it. And so, um, so the goal is really to uh, to get rid of all of our buttons through God's grace. All right, let's go ahead and pray. <coughs> the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. We thank you, dear Lord, for your love for us. We thank you for uh, talking to us today, God, about about the, the concept of calmness. Um, you know, God, how disturbed our world is and how disturbed our minds and our hearts are uh, with all sorts of bombardment from everywhere. We ask you, God, that you calm all of our senses, calm our minds, calm our thoughts, 
calm our behaviors, calm our speech so that um, we can just be in your presence and be able to hear your voice and transfer that calmness to everyone around us and not cause the opposite. We ask you, God, to fill us with your grace to be able to practice these things in the small ways so that we can be able to use them during the difficult times. We thank you, God, for the church that's open for us and for your Holy Spirit that's working in our lives to help us with all sorts of difficult challenges that we face. And we thank you for the promise that you are the Pantocrator, that you are the lover of mankind, and that you will bless us and guide us and protect us throughout our way. We ask you to hear us when we say thankfully through the intercession of St. Merrick, Angel Michael, and St. Mark, and St. Paul, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forevermore.